All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Just after uh, 3 o'clock, Sports 1440. The uh, snow is uh, is an issue across the country at certain places. Uh, people uh, having traffic snarls, uh, plane delays, flight delays, uh, all over the place. Uh, our main man, uh, Terry Ryan, is uh, currently, uh, he's been sitting for uh, three hours on the tarmac. I don't understand why they do that, to be honest. Why would you have people on tarmac for that long? But anyway, um, still waiting to get out of uh, Fort St. John. <laughs> so uh, he won't be joining us today. Uh, yeah, he had a few funny stories. So uh, we'll see. See how it goes. But give him uh, give him all his uh Good karma to get out of there. So we might have him as a. We might have him on Wednesday. We'll see what uh, what happens. But uh, meanwhile, we got a lot of text to get to. Uh, we're going to get uh, go inside the uh, the room here uh, in a second as the uh, orders taken on the uh, Los Angeles Kings. It is the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Hope you're having an awesome uh, Monday. I know at times uh, just drive a little safer. The roads, especially in the residential area, they're not going to be able to grade everybody right away. Right, plow the roads right away. So uh, be safe. Uh, there's a lot of snow in there. So, hey, Gregor, do you know, is it against city bylaw to shovel your sidewalk snow into the street? My neighbor does it all the time. It drives me up the wall. I'm just curious if it's illegal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to read that text because somebody out there might know, but I don't know. Um, I'm going to guess. Um,. I'm not even going to guess. I have no idea. I guess if it became like a safety issue, maybe like 
But like, how much? Like, you might shovel like the last foot, the bottom foot of your driveway into the into the road. Sometimes I know I've done like so, like for me, I like to go right down the middle of my pad, straight down the middle, and that's my separator. And then one goes the one way, one goes the other, because I can shovel on both sides. And sometimes that middle rung, yeah, I put it on the road. Not gonna lie, it's just one though. Uh, I didn't do it when it was snow like this because it was too much snow. But I don't know if that's illegal. From Edmonton.ca, do not shovel snow onto the street or bike lanes. Could result in a two hundred and fifty dollar fine. Ooh, there you go. Two. Now I would love to know who enforces that one. <laughs> Could you imagine calling on your name? Hi, uh, Edmonton City. Yeah, hi. This is uh, Dave, living in uh, Twilliger, and I'm in Twilliger Town and uh, live at uh, twenty seven Twilliger Town. Uh, my neighbor Bob uh, continually shoveling the snow onto the street. Just wanted to let you know. Okay, bye. Like, I guess you could do that, but I don't know. It's kind of tattletale, isn't it, a little bit? Like, I know it's wrong to do, but wouldn't you go over first and say, hey, Bob, just so you know, right? It's like behind my house, we have, it's, it's it's a leashed area, right? And, of course, there's people that clearly can't read, and their dog runs off leash. So... The the part of me that want to just be like, hey, moron, put your dog on a leash. Of course, my better half is like, that's not how you talk to people. So maybe go out there and say, oh, just so you know, there's a bylaw officer out here the other day, and this is a leashed area, and they uh, give tickets out, which I don't like doing, even though they have come around and done it. So you know what? But I'm not sure that's working. So I think I might just go to the yelling. Put your dog on a leash. You're not special. Your dog isn't special. There's an off-leash area 300 meters west. That's the off-leash area. That's what I would like to say. And I think I might. But, yeah, I don't. I just couldn't call the bylaw officer and say, uh, could you come down to uh, Lacombe Lake? There's uh, people with their dog off-leash. Mm. Although I will say, if they wanted to make money, they could just hang out at my place. It's like, you know, there are certain places. Well, the Hende, they finally change it. Remember how the Hende always had... The uh, um, photo radar on the bridges. Anybody who drove the handy know what I'm talking about. Like they had it on uh, usually the one uh, on the uh, the yellow head in the Hende. They would sit up there in the bright yellow truck. And then there was another one. I think it was on the 127th uh, overpass on the Hende. And they were there like all the time cons, like just raking it in. So I'm like, why? Do, if if the city really needs the money, and it is illegal to have your dog off leash. I would just park the guy there every Saturday and Sunday. Just sit on the bench, right? People are going to come by unassuming. Do, 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 you wheel over. That's a ticket. 250 bucks. What? What? No, no, no. It's right there. Here's the sign. You just walked by it. It says it right there. Be a cash cow. And trust me, I'd be all for it. Could they go undercover or do they have to be like the radar with like the orange flag? No, I don't think so because it says right here, sign. Right? Like it says, have your dog on a leash. Like, I don't know. What's, I don't even know. Like, what does a bylaw officer wear? Like, do they wear an orange reflective vest? I don't know. I have no idea. It'd be a sick job to be undercover for that. <laughs> I'll just say this. Um, it took many years before they made the photo radar people wear a bright yellow truck. Right? Not wear it, but you know what I mean? Drive a bright yellow truck. For many years, that was never the case. So, you know what? For now, they can just be sitting there on a bench 
reading a book. Oh, here comes Bob. Sorry, Bob. I'm just using your name. It's easy. <laughs> Dogs off leash again. Two fifty. Kaching, kaching. Because there's way too many people that think their dog special. It's annoying to me. Beyond belief. You're not special. Follow the rules. And in the meantime, if they could, if they could actually catch the people who aren't the pooper scoopers, now that's like to me that fine should be triple. Your dog takes a deuce, and you don't clean it up, $750 fine. Instantly. And I'll tell you right now, Cons, I would, I would do that job for minimum salary, and I would do it on the weekends just to get the satisfaction of catching the people who don't clean up after their dog. Because I'd want to know what type of human being does that. Because I can think of, like, there's the low-level scum in the world, and then there's people that don't pick up after their dog. That's how I rank it. I pretend to make them a deal, too. I'd be like, explain to me why you did this. Maybe we can knock some off. I would never knock any money off, but I'd like to get into their head. Why do they do that? Is it straight up, I just, I'm lazy? I don't want to. I feel like I'm above this law. I used to walk my dog all the time. You you have to do it. You keep the sandwich bag, yeah. whatever it might it's be. It's not hard. It's a very simple thing. You know it's going to happen. That's the whole point of this walk. I yeah, I'm I'm with you, Gregor. I'd like to have like for both of these things, whatever it might be, maybe even the snow thing. Citizens being allowed to make these things. A Citizens, citizen arrest? Yeah. Like you know I'd what? want to be like Cartman. I got Respect you. Respect my authority. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Whew. How many people though would get drunk with power on that one? Too many. Yeah, right. you could never do it. Might be a few, but because but there would be a few who would just be like, you know what? Like the neighborhood volunteer watchdog. We have a lot of people texting in right now. Hey guys, sign me up. I'd be, I would do the uh, uh, find the poop abandoners. I'm all over it from Corey. I think there'd be a lot of people, especially if you live somewhere where you walk on the path and you just see it all the time, and it just it greets me. It probably shouldn't bother me as much as it should, but it does. I'm just like, what is your problem? When you go for a walk with your dog, what do you take? You take your leash. You take your bag. What else do you need? I think honestly, maybe if in the wintertime and you got a, you know, a little prissy dog who has the boots on, great. That's even awesomer. But what do you take? And maybe you take some treats, right? Like it's pretty simple. What do you take? What do you go when you take a car ride? Oh, you take your keys, right? You don't forget them. You take your keys. So take the leash, take your doggy bag. It's not hard. Like my my son walks the dog since he's seven. He takes a doggy bag with him every time. And you know what you could do that's very easy? You can tie one around the handle that you walk for your leash. So you always have it there. Then when you use it, you come home, you tie a new one on it. Then you can never say you forget it. Like, I'm sorry, but uh, there's no excuse for not picking up after your dog. And you know who you are, right? You're probably feeling shame right now. And that's good because you should. You get upset. If you, if you get upset about Leon Dreisaitl making a bad turnover, if you get upset about the Edmonton orders having a bad turnover, soft play out of their own zone, magnify that by a thousand is how people feel about you when you don't pick up after your dog. That's how it is. Because it does impact you because now you're walking, now you got to avoid it, you're stepping on it. You know, the dog's trying to eat it. Like, it's, you know, there's lots of problems here. Lots of problems. So, 
Hey, uh, Cons, just so you know, my uh, son is a, is a peace officer, and they have, uh, they have uh, uniforms that they wear, so they wouldn't be undercover, Cons. It's too bad. Mm-hmm. They should have casual Friday where you can just wear what you want and go undercover. Oh. Sitting right beside the bench like you said, yeah, right like, where that sign is. You can, you can wear, the, like, one day you could wear, like, super tight, strutty jeans. Yeah. Right? Uh, another day you could go in with the jean shorts that Sean Brown likes to wear in the summer. Terrible look, by the way, Brownie. Terrible look, but he still likes it. So, yeah, because think about it. If you were sitting there in cutoff jean shorts, no one's going to think you're undercover officer to uh, to be the poop uh, bylaw officer. No chance. Right. Throwing a muscle shirt. Well, now, definitely no one's ever thinking. Hey, look at that guy. He's got a muscle shirt on. <laughs> Walk by. Hey, Doug, get your dog on a leash. And don't even give him. I wouldn't even give him a warning because trust me, it's not the first time. <laughs> Okay, it's not the first time. We both know it. All of you rule cheaters out there who think your dog is special, it's not the first time. Right? If you want to do it, do it at 5 a.m. when no one's out there. Now, I'm not encouraging you to do that. I'm just saying. Be smart about it. Oh, my God, Gregor, you're speaking my language. Nothing more irritating and walking and seeing the, the poop all over. I don't understand it. I would, you know what? I would be willing to get a camera cons. You could get a website, and I've talked about this before, and I, I'm, I'm strongly considering it. I would pay the money. I would get a camera. Now, it's got to be somewhere where people aren't going to see it, and it would just be like a camera, and it just shows, oh, here's so-and-so. See their face. They don't pick up after their dog. It's not, it's not, it's not like a crime to go to jail. But it's a crime against humanity. That's what it is. I think whenever you are done with sports radio, Gregor, and you know you're you're into your retirement, this should become your hobby. God, poop busters or something, like, and you just like you ruin their thing, lives. Like there are certain things that you know what that you would take a lot of pride. Everybody out there has the one thing that they know if they could do it. You'd be like, I would do it to the best of my ability and be unreal. I would track down the people that don't pick up after their dog, like with a vengeance. It'd be unbelievable. And it'd be so <laughs> satisfying all the time. And now you could just carry nowadays you got your phone and you just video. Oh, here's your dog. Is this your dog, sir? Yes, it is. Well, look what's coming out of its rear end right now. You're gonna say it's not your dog? Pretty sure it's your dog. And then even if they offer to pick it up, I'm like, well, you missed your chance. Next time, pick it up. Because if you just give them a warning, it's not gonna, it's not gonna connect with them. Two hundred fifty dollar fine, and because I don't want it to be like photo radar. Because see the thing, and I'm trust me, I'm guilty. I've got a lot of photo radar. I never got demerits for it, and lots of times I was the only one who knew. So not only would you get the fine, we would have the website, and you would have the public shame of knowing. You don't pick up after your dog. Think about it. You're on your Tinder or Bumble account. All of a sudden, they're like, oof. I don't think I can date that person. I don't clean up after the dog. Pretty big red flag, don't you think, Cons? Like, think about it. Imagine if you met the you know, super attractive lady, but you know she doesn't pick up after a dog. Nope, not doing it. Be right up there with not returning your shopping cart oh, and leaving 100%. a crazy mess at a, like a fast food restaurant. Oh, yeah. Right up there. Yeah. Totally. It's like a close talker. There's there's a lot of Seinfeld. Like I'm surprised Seinfeld never had this episode because it would be one that's very true. Gregor for the poop sheriff 2025. God, do I get a star? 
like a badge. Whew, that'd be unbelievable. I just like to walk around the park. Like imagine the people that know that their dog drops logs and they don't pick up after him and they see you. You would just, it would, the fear of them knowing they'll get caught. That in itself would be amazing. So I don't care how many, and hey guys, I have multiple dogs. Sometimes I forget a bag. Hey, whoa, 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 Doug. So you're just telling us, you know, you have multiple dogs. So bring three bags. Bring like, is the bag weighing down your pocket? If you know, so if it's happened once, I can let you get away with it. But once it's happened once, you should be like, hey, I went on a walk last time and ran on a doggy bags. Guess what? Now I'm going to pack an extra. When you have a child and they're in diapers, do you bring extras? Yes. Yes, you do. That's how it is. We'll get back on track on sports here for a second. <laughs> but hey, sorry about the tangent. I'll, I'll calm down. I'll be regrouped after this. So I got a lot of texts flying in though at 833-401-1440. Many of you are in the same boat as me. I like it. Hey, Gregor, talking about uh, dump, is it just me or the order's gameplay look like uh, crap right now? Brandon, yes, Brandon, it does. It's a good segue. Right now, they're not picking up after themselves, are they? They're dropping a lot of deuces all over the ice, and it hasn't been pretty. So basically, it's the same visual, just different. We'll return on the Gregor Show on Edmonton Sports Theater, TSN 1260. 325, welcome back. Jason Gregor, Connor Halley with you on Sports 1440, Orders Nation YouTube. Orders taking on the LA Kings tonight. Uh, no lineup changes for the Orders. Now, some line juggling, but uh, the same 18 skaters. Stuart Skinner will start in goal. The D pairing stay the same. Kulak and DeHarnay. Ekholm and Bouchard. Nurse and CeCe. Up front, uh, they're going to start with, and as we all know, uh, doesn't mean they'll finish this way, but uh, Drysaddle. McDavid and Hyman. Going to have uh, Kane with Nugent Hopkins and Yanmark. Fogel, McLeod, and Perry. And then Holloway, Ryan, and Brown for the uh, four lines tonight for the uh, Edmonton Orders. The uh, visiting Los Angeles Kings, who are 6-2 uh, and two, uh, under their new head coach. Including 5-1 and one in their last six games. Like, Remember, they beat the Orders. Then they got spanked 7 nothing to Buffalo. And since then, they are 5-1. and one. Uh, Quinton Byfield leading them in goals since the All-Star break. He's uh, third now uh, on the season. Uh, Dubois started to go ever since they put uh, Byfield. Like, they put Byfield with Dubois to get him going. So... Uh, let's go in the room now, brought to you by Next Gen Transportation, a heavy haul transport provider, 100% locally owned and operated and proud supporter of numerous youth sports teams and aspiring Olympian Devo McEwen, as he is currently on the uh, bobsled tour. Good luck from everybody at nextgentransportation.com. Uh, the orders... They seem to know what are the issues. Uh, sat down with uh, Matthias Ekholm to uh, to discuss. Uh, you know that obviously the orders for thirty two games they showed they could play good defense. They were the second best team defensively at two point two eight goals against per game. They allowed the third fewest shots per game. Expected goals was top three. Their penalty kill was number one. And that was for 32 games, not like a stretch of five or 10, 32 games. But since then, they go on break. They come back, and now they're 30th 
in goals against per game in the month of February. Offense is still good. They're fifth. Again, goals aren't the issue. I don't honestly I don't care that Connor McDavid hasn't scored a goal in nine games because he has twenty one points. Like it's not yet. Yeah, would I like him to score a goal? Of course. Has he passed up a few? Sure. That's not why they're losing. They're losing because they're giving up way too many. In their last nine games, they're averaging four point three three goals against per game. They've scored four goals a game. You're not going to win when you give up 4.33 goals per game over a nine-game stretch. The fact that they're 4-4-1 four, four, and one in that time is remarkable, considering. So they got to be better. No question. And uh, Matias Ekholm just talked about getting back on track. Yeah, I mean, when you... I think it's a mental thing more than anything. Um, when you go on a break on a heater like that and then you come back thinking it might be a little easier than you remembered it. So it, it takes a little bit of the time. But at the same time, I, I think there's been games where we've played good defensively. We just end up getting those odd chances that they just go in. And that's what we have to, to stop. So um, I do think there's some games we've been poor, but I do think there's some games that we've been pretty good too, but but they just end up in the back of our net. So I think it's a, it's a mindset. It's a process. It's about bearing down and, and getting back to that mindset that we had before the break. Like the Dallas game would be a prime example of how you can play defensively. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you look at the last 40 minutes against the Minnesota game too, I didn't think, obviously they scored two or three in the second or in the third, but but I, I did think we played pretty good defensively. So, I mean, there's, there's stints here and there and you see that we can. It's just a matter of putting a full 60 together. There's been some maybe more frustration, maybe because the team knows what you're capable of, and when you don't play up to that level for a bit, the frustration, and even if it's just a period here or there, have, have you sensed that? How do you get the group to calm down and not let the frustration boil over? Yeah, I think that's what really stood out during that stretch that we won a lot of games. It was We were down a lot going into a third but we knew we had we had a calm mindset we, we were trusting the process we knew it was going to come we knew we were really strong in the third and um, it ended up uh, helping us a lot so I, I do think we uh, we recognize that and, and we know that we, we got to settle down and don't think that just because we won 16 in a row and now we're going to go 30 in a row it's just it's just not how it works in this league it's too tough a league so um, I think it's it's again it's a mindset and I think it's uh, what you're saying it's, it's easy to get frustrated when you know the capability of this team and we're when you're not um, up to that standard every night, it's hard too in, in an 82 game series and um, or season. And and um, now we have we've played a lot of hockey here as of late. I feel like they just keep coming. So um, I think just taking a day off yesterday to, to kind of step back, look at it. Um, I feel a lot better coming in today, knowing that. I mean, it's. I, mean, I think we're four, five, and one or something since the break. So it's not the end of the world, but we do need to figure out what. Um, what we did before the break that that led us to success do you find you got la tonight there's a good built-in rivalry you kind of know how they play and how you have success against them it, can that be a good thing facing a team where you know it's going to be a tight checking game if you want to have success absolutely i think everybody in here knows the magnitude of the game i think everybody knows how much we've played them over the years and, and the, the rivalry that that it's become so um i do find this this team also rises to the occasion when it is those really good teams that are coming in here so um i'm looking forward to it tonight and, and again it could be a really good stepping stone for a group and i have to ask you uh were you aware of the uh fighting prowess of your fellow Swedish uh, teammate Matthias Janmark um, 
I, I, I mean, I've, I know he's, he's a tough guy. I didn't know he was that good at chucking him. I, I'll be honest, but um, good for him. And he stood up for, for a teammate, and, and that's what we're about in here. We gotta have each other's backs. So, um, great to see. And, and, and he, uh, I think he does his role to a really, uh, really, really high standard and a really good um, perfection. So it, it was good to, for him to see that. And, and then, I mean, I, I don't think that's what he's gonna do every night, but to be able to do it every once in a while is, um, speaks well of his character and his uh, care for the team. You think your team plays better? Like you've got Kane, you've got Perry, you got your, like you got Vinny, you guys got enough guys. If you want to go into the alley, if we want to call it like that, does your team need to initiate that more? Sometimes be the the team that other teams don't like. A little bit, I think, but at the at the same time, I know how we can play, and sometimes uh, I try to tell some of the guys too, like. We'd rather have them on the ice than in the box because I, I know when we play and we roll and when we're at our best, we're rolling our four lines. We're absolutely standing up for each other. I'm not saying that, but um, we keep guys on the ice and let them take penalties. That's when we're at our best. So I guess there's a fine, fine balance between yes and no on that question. Interesting what he said about the mindset, and I can understand it. Right, uh, you win 16 in a row, and as much as you tell yourself, hey, yeah, you know what, we don't want to get too high. Well, of course, it's going to happen. So I understand that to a point. And you know what, the, the Dallas game, though, right kind of in the middle of these against a very good opponent, the orders like that first and third period. Now, neither team produced much, but the orders didn't give up anything. Now, the second period was back and forth. Great. Both teams even. That was a well-played game for me. They haven't had many of those. They had lots of those. From November 12th to January 27th. So they're capable of doing it. It's just a matter of getting back to doing it. And not necessarily for full 60, but you just can't have a period where you're noticeably the worst team for the entire period. And I think that's been a little bit more uh, of the concern. And you know, we'll see tonight. They're going to have to be on their game because the LA Kings come in, Connor, and the, the Kings are... Uh, Hey, they're feeling pretty good about themselves again. So, Yeah, you can't take them lightly, Gregor, and look at the standings. Two points here. The Kings jump over the Oilers, right, for that final spot in the uh, Pacific. Then, you know, the Kings or the Oilers would fall down to the wild card spot. So I, I thought we'd see more of an inspired effort against the Flames. Uh, coming off the loss of the Wild, I thought Battle of Alberta Saturday night might see a, some inspiration. The guys might be going. Didn't happen. Uh, I think right now there's got to be a little bit of a fire underneath the feet to get it going tonight and keep that spot uh, in the third, the third position in the Pacific ahead of the LA Kings and uh, not fall into that wild card race again. And then also you, you get closer to Vegas. Like uh, I think with Vegas and all their injuries and the, the Orders and the Kings, now both the Orders and the Kings have aspirations of home ice. And so tonight, in theory, should be a, a hard play game. Now, it doesn't matter. It's going to be highly entertaining. I'm not suspecting it's going to be nine goals, although it'll be great. But the orders, to me, it's about are they going to be committed to playing how they did for three months? And that doesn't mean you don't give up chances. You're always going to give up some chances. But they can't give up the amount of chances. And to me, their puck possession has really eroded lately. They're giving up way too much by giving away the puck way too much. That, to me, has been uh, a big concern. Uh, hey, Greg, you mentioned you're not concerned about McDavid, but don't you want your best player scoring goals from Nick? Well, sure, yeah. But but he also has 21 assists in the last nine games. And then he scored a goal in that first game against Vegas. was the only goal of the game. So he has 22 points in 10 games. Like 2.2 points a game. 
So do I see a few situations where McDavid's in a good shooting spot and doesn't take the shot? Yes, I've seen that. I think we all have. That's fair. So can I say I would like to see that? Yes. But I'm not concerned that that's the reason they're losing. Because if he shoots that puck, that doesn't change the fact that the orders are allowing 4.33 goals against per game in the last nine games. So that's where I don't see that correlation. I think the major issue for the orders is team defense, goaltending, team defense, goaltending, team defense, goaltending. Stuart Skinner's got to play better. He's allowed too many goals that aren't on his teammates in front of him. There'll be times where you're giving up too many good chances, you're going to get scored on. I don't blame the goalie. But lately, Stuart's going to be the first one to tell you. And he, and he, to his credit, the thing about Stuart Skinner, he always respect is he doesn't really beat around the bush. If he's playing poorly, he doesn't like his game. He says it. He doesn't hide. He doesn't try to pretend everything's rosy. And he also doesn't go overboard and pile everything on himself. It just says, honestly, yeah, I got to play better. But what does he, what did he say last game? Feels like my goals against average is like a hundred right now, right? Cause there's way too many goals going in. The orders have allowed 16 goals in the last three games. So Skinner's got to be better, but the team defense needs to be much better. And and team defense starts with possession of the puck. Make more plays on the tape in the defensive zone, in the neutral zone, in the offensive zone, and cut down on the turnovers in the offensive zone. Because that's what's been killing them. And usually the offensive zone turnovers lead to the transition. The odd man rushes the other way. And and that's what I've found is up again for the Empton orders. And that's... That's a pretty big concern because you, I don't care unless you believe your goaltender is just elite. You're usually not going to outscore that many giveaways and, and uh, odd man rushes against. It's really hard to do. And you might be able to do it against Anaheim, San Jose. Not always, but not against the competitive teams. So that's where I would like to see the, uh, um, the orders get a lot better. 337-833-401-1440. Hey, guys, I'm getting excited for the trade deadline. I'm not sure, in all honesty, I've read all the insiders and everybody. It doesn't seem like anybody knows who the orders are going after. Do you think that's good or bad? Well, if I was a GM of a team, why would I tell the media guys who I want to trade for? I wouldn't. Right? Um... You get what happens sometimes is you'll have GM from team B where team A talked to him and said, Hey, are you interested in this player? And then that guy might tell somebody. It's like if I'm Ken Holland and I'm interested in Chris Tanev, why would I tell somebody in the media that I'm interested in Chris Tanev? What benefit do I have? I don't really see the benefit of it. And trust me, I'm a media guy. So of course I get why you want that information. But if I'm the GM, I'd be like, Why am I telling you this? It doesn't benefit me. I'm going to tell you who I want. But Ken Holland's pretty open book. Usually Ken Holland, like, he hasn't, if you actually listen to Ken Holland's press conference, he doesn't outline everything he says, but he doesn't play a real hiding game. But he's not going to come out and tell you, hey, I'm going to try to trade for Matias Ekholm. Of course not. Right? Came out of the blue. Wasn't talked about. People talked about the orders wanting to improve their defense. But Matias Ekholm's name was never really out there. Right? So now there's the Matias Ekholm trade. I use it but it's probably not a fair example to use as far as what future trades are going to look like. Cause that type of trade, it's hard to come by. Is there a team out there that has a good quality defenseman 
who can play top four minutes comfortably that they're willing to trade? There's not many. Trust me, I've looked. Like, you got got Hannafin and Tanev. Yeah, they're UFAs. And in order to make a trade like that, obviously, you know, CeCe would have to go out if it's Tanev just to make the cap hit work. And then you get Chris Tanev for a few months. Now, are you 100% sold you're going to be able to resign him? What if you don't? And then what if you don't win the cup? Like, what if you lose in the final? You had a great run, but now you want to go and try to repeat. But now you're looking for a top four defenseman. And it's not like they grow on trees. There's not like there's a lot of pending UFA right shot defensemen out there. So I, I see the risk involved. Like when you make a trade, when we say, oh, they got to go all in. But I still think you have to go, quote, all in with the semblance of looking past just one year of the playoffs. Because it's never a guarantee that that's the year you're going to win. You want to you want to be able to take as many legitimate cuts at the playoff fastball, if we use that analogy. Right? You don't want to go up there and just get one plate appearance. You'd like three or four. So I get guys with term, like, which leads me to a player's name who has not been out there. And he's not a defenseman. But if I'm the New York Islanders, and what I have does not work, the New York Islanders, over the last two years and this season, so two years and what what are we at? Uh, two-thirds of this season? They are 20th in the league in points. Not a cup contender, not even a playoff contending team. Right? They, they you know, they're close, but never good enough. They're 26th in offense. They don't score enough. And guess what? They're considered to be a good defensive team. They are allowing 2.89 goals per game, which actually isn't bad. It's pretty good. But they're only scoring 2.88. So even as good as they are defensively, they still can't give up more than what they score. Brock Nelson is the guy that I think the New York Islanders have to strongly consider trading. He's got this year and next year, so you're getting a player return. By the time his contract's done, he's 34. I don't think his trade value is going to be the same as it is now. He's having another really good season with the Islanders. You're going to have to retool your team. You've got young Noah Dobson. You know, you've got some other good young players. But they got a lot of guys that are old on that team. The problem is most of them are like three, four-year deals that nobody wants to acquire. But this guy has some value. And you're not making the playoffs this year. Like, it's it's a pipe dream if the Islanders think they're going to beat out the Penguins and they're going to beat out the Devils and the Flyers to make the playoffs. I think it's a pipe dream. So that's a, that's a team, Lou Lamarillo. And if I was the owner of the Islanders and the GM and I ask him, okay, what about, what are we doing? No, no, no. We're, we're good. I believe in this group. You said that now for three years. What has it got you? Missed playoffs, missed playoffs, and on the brink of missing the playoffs again. That's a team to look for. Now, the pro, there's him and Paul Mary that each have uh, this year plus next year left on term. Their trade value is never going to be higher. But I think Nelson has the highest trade value for sure. Paul Mary even decent. And you know what? Retain a million bucks. Retain a little bit more. Whatever. Get some good young prospects, some more draft picks. Because that's the thing. They got to retool in New York. They're not good enough to strongly compete. 
343, Jason Greger, Connor Halley with you on Sports 1440. We'll hear from uh, Connor McDavid uh, coming up next. Also, uh, Andy Petrillo, big news for local footballer Alfonso Davies. This is massive news. We'll get to that at 4 o'clock. Uh, Jared Stoll, uh, Stanley Cup champion, two times, former Oiler, former King, analyst for the Kings. Uh, he will join us the next hour as well on the Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 349 Eminent Sports Leader, TSN 1260. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Connor McDavid telling a few jokes today. It's good to have sense of humor. It's a good thing. So uh, we're going to get to uh, those now as we go a little... Uh, NHL audio brought to you by Action Electrical. Where? If you're looking to uh, save money, how about a 10-year interest-free loan? Right now, 10 years interest-free. Think about how much money that saves you. Interest-free loan. If you're looking at uh, getting any solar panels placed on your uh, residence, even commercial building, check it out at actionelectrical.net. And... um David, first of all, he was asked, does he have any concern about the lack of goals for him in nine games? I've decided I'm just going to see how many assists I can get. So uh, that's, 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 the, that's the focus. I'm not going to shoot the puck anymore. and um, I'm not going to score any more goals. So, um, no, I mean, to be, be obviously, of course, I want to score, want to produce, um, you know, want to help uh, this team any way I can. And um, scoring goals is part of that. Any reason he noticed why they aren't going in for him lately? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, passing away some opportunities, I guess, every now and then. Um, you know, I think back to some two-on-ones passing away, good looks in the slot passing away, so maybe there's a little bit of that. Um, you know, scoring goals is a little bit lucky, too. I mean, sometimes it's going in, sometimes it's not. Um, you know, guys have them going off their face and shoulder and whatever and and uh, for whatever reason sometimes they don't go in so um 
it's just uh, one of those things. And, uh, you know. and hey, there, he's not scoring, um, but the team is scoring lots overall, right? And he has nine, or sorry, 21 assists in nine games. By the way, fun trivia question for you out there. So Connor McDavid has uh, 21 assists between goals. Now, it's only been nine games. Wayne Gretzky has the uh, franchise record of 26 as a skater in one season, 26 assists between goals. Do you know which Edmonton order holds the franchise record? So it's over multiple seasons, not just one year, like McDavid and Gretzky. Over multiple years, most consecutive assists without a goal. 36 is the consecutive amount of assists without a goal. Do you know the player? 833-401-1440. Which Edmonton owner holds that record for consecutive assists without a goal? See if you know it. Now, um, McDavid was asked about just like the focus now on their team has to be about limiting the goals against. Um, yeah, I think, you know, during our, our run there, um, a good stretch of only giving up two goals or less. So um, it's no secret, obviously, for our group what it takes to uh, to be successful. We know we can score goals. Um, we got to keep them out. I think the PK um, helps a lot. And obviously the PK has been struggling a little bit. Five on five, we've been giving up a few more chances. Um, you know, with that being said, I think, um, you know, it's areas that we can fix. And, and um uh, it is definitely an area that they have to fix, and uh, they want to fix it. Uh, Coach Knobloch, on you know, what does he sense from his team? You know, it was kind of a quieter morning skate. What is he sensing uh, where his group is at? Obviously, they're a little disappointed with uh, with how they've played as of late. Uh, what does he take away from his team right now? I think we're ready, focused. Um, I think we're a mature group, and I think we're ready for a good game tonight. Well, they'll need it. No, there's no question about that. Um, you know, the other thing, what about starts? The, the orders, we, we've seen it too often. Calgary was the most recent example. They just haven't started very well. What's, what's the coach? How can the coach impact that? Yeah, there's obviously there's things that the uh, coach can can do and help facilitate that. I think we've been reaching out to the players and, um, you know, kind of give them reminders who they are and what we need from them. Um Touching on some system stuff, just for little reminders, um, things that we maybe need to touch on. But um, I think this is just a, a stretch where we've been going into games where we've been looking just play well enough just to win. And it's kind of caught us a couple times. And you look at our last 10 games and, you know, there's analytics are one thing and do I put all stocks in that and ultimately it comes down did you win or lose games in the last 10 games we're 4-5-1 um, but a couple um, what the information I get back is you know of those 10 games we could be 10-0 on the projected win loss 10 of those games we should have won in my perspective I don't see it that way when I watch the games but um, I think there's been just things haven't been going our way there are things that we need to be doing better but I don't think the four, five, and one is really indicative of what we should have had. Yeah. Well, 
we'll see. The orders, L.A. is not a team that you want to play chase against. We've seen that. You've seen that. It is a hard team to come back from. Uh, the orders saw them, of course, on uh, February 10th. It was the orders' third game out of the post break. It was the Kings' first, and the uh, orders got shut out for nothing. Uh, the Kings now are tied with Edmonton in points. Edmonton has one game in hand. They have 68. They're three back of Vegas. Edmonton has three games in hand on Vegas. LA has two. The, uh, the race has, uh, tightened up again. Right? The orders were, you know, quite a bit ways behind LA. Then they got ahead of them a ways. It looked like they were going to maybe slide away from them. And then, uh, they hit the skids a little bit. Now LA's right back in it. It's, uh, it's going to be a hell of a race. It's going to be exciting. And you just, you have to avoid, like the orders have lost three games in a row now. I know they got a point against Boston. To me, that's a loss. Did you win the game? No. Then you lost. Three consecutive home losses. Not good. You got a chance now. Stop the bleeding. Get back on track. And then maybe you beat uh, St. Louis, and then you end up at least points percentage-wise 500, having five out of ten points. It's not great. It's not terrible. So uh, tonight, to me, is a, is a rather uh, uh, large game. We got a lot of people texting in, um, answering, uh, asking the question about uh, you know Charlie Huddy. We got a lot of Charlie Huddy guesses. Um, Yanni Ninemas, Kevin Lowe's. Uh, no, but I do know one person who read my uh, GDB today at Orders Nation. Because it's a little bit of a trick question. It's Grant Fear. Grant Fear had 14 assists one year as the net miner for the Edmonton Orders. He had uh, 36 assists consecutively without scoring a goal. Then he left. He ended up uh, with 47 in his career, which is one of the longest streaks in NHL history. The only guys with longer streak... Than um, than fear as a goal. Like think about that, right? Uh, obviously, uh, yeah, I knew how to pass the puck. But the uh, the longest one is you got to go back to uh, Jimmy Thompson, uh, not very uh, used defenseman who went seventy eight assists between goals, and that was over uh, a three year span. You had Terry Murray, defenseman, fifty two games. Jay Bo, or sorry, fifty two assists. Jay Bomeister, forty eight. Tom Barrasso, the goalie, had forty eight, and then Grand Fear, forty five. So. Not bad. But if you're asking, I could make it. Which skater has the Oilers record for most consecutive assists without a goal? It'll be over multiple seasons. Skater, not a goalie. The the uh, is 28, in case you're wondering. And it's not Gretzky and it's not McDavid. Gretzky went 26 assists without a goal. McDavid's at 21. Which order went 28 assists? Between goals. See if you know that one. 833-401-1440. Uh, quick little uh, break. When we come back, Annie Petrillo. We're going to talk about Alfonso Davies. Huge news in the soccer world slash football for all of our uh, footy fans from Europe. Talk about Alfonso Davies. Uh, then we got Jared Stolen more. But first, the con man, a Sports 1440 update brought to you by Fountain Tire. Where, hey, man, when it's snowmageddon, you want the best tires you can get. They're a little dull. Get some new tires at Fountain Tire. Also, if you've uh, got a little snow problems, mechanical issues, they'll fix them as well. FountainTire.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.